Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 0808 1717 700. Let's go. Good evening, this is Paul Cooney. The transfer window closes in what just over 50 hours from now. And with us, two gentlemen who know a lot about big transfers the former Celtic, Arsenal, West Ham United, West Brom. Wales legend John Hartson is with us along with the Falkirk captain former Watford St Mirren uh, many other Partick Thistle Hibs he's with us Stephen McGinn last night it was dominated by calls mainly Celtic fans saying what's happening 70 million in the bank there's 40 million to be there if you win the title if you retain it and Rangers hot on the heels of Celtic Rangers fans you were quieter last night what's going to happen are they going to sign Oscar and other one or two others to come in what do you think John great to see you how are you tonight I'm good Paul very well mate very good all the chat is about the transfer window so is the business going to happen in the next 50 hours um, I wouldn't have thought much business no. because there has been incidents where a lot happens on the, on the very last day up until the very last minute. Uh, but you wouldn't find a Celtic fan anywhere, Paul, that, that's been happy with the, the January transfer market simply because Celtic haven't done any business. They've brought in uh, one player and that's a winger. Um, they, haven't had a, they haven't had enough players out of the building maybe to you know to, to, to raise those little bit of funds maybe the board think they've got enough um, Brendan Rodgers has kept talking about quality there's no real quality come in we don't know how good Clune is going to be but it's been ever so disappointing in my opinion this particular window because the fans fans wanted new signings and they wanted more more players that are not playing regular first team football to be sold or to go out on loan there's not, there's not enough business being done Paul we know the story. Five points in it. Rangers have a game in hand. It could be down to two. And it's the biggest ever title race in terms of the Champions League. We all know now you're going to have at least eight games. Stephen McGinn, this time last night, Rangers, we were talking about Oscar Cortes, the Colombian winger in town. And I think he is in town. Jefte, the left back, he's disappeared. Any update on Rangers today? Oh, it looks like both deals are going to get done. Um, I still think I think there'll be ends at both Celtic and Rangers. I expect Rangers to strengthen in the wide areas. I felt like they needed another wide player before Seema's injury. Um, I think Cortez, obviously, a wide player. Interesting to see if Hefty or Diamande can play in the wide positions, but I, I expect another um, couple more in at Rangers. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Cam before the storm is what it feels like a little bit with a little bit of time in the window. It's on until... Thursday the 1st of February two huge games tonight in the Premiership it never stops doesn't it Uh, and at the other end of the table it's a huge game of course for Livingston anchored at the bottom up against second bottom Ross County and also Aberdeen against Dundee and there was a manager out a banner at Petondry the other day so nothing much changes there but for Barry Robson one year one day into the job he kind of needs a win tonight 0808 17 17 700 uh, the SFA have approved a minority investment in Hebs from Bill Foley and his Black Knight group so his Bournemouth connections are evident already with some of the, the players coming in and Owen Beck who's been admired I think by both of you so far this season he's back at Dundee on loan from Liverpool for the rest of the season Car- have held talks over signing David Turnbull from Celtic according to a report but James McCarthy a possible exit from Celtic has been blocked apparently by the club he could have been on the way to Greece John what about David Turnbull you get the feeling that he's been really good for Celtic had injuries fought back do you think he's on his way out 
Well, yeah, I, I think as well with the resurgence of uh, Bernardo, uh, Hitati to come back, O'Reilly, um, McGregor. I think his game time, Paul, will, will just continue to be limited. You know, he's okay when he comes off the bench. He's got a few goals. Um, but in terms of the lad wanting to go out, make a name for himself, build his career again, if you like, I think the best way forward for David Turnbull is to move on because he can't be guaranteed first-team football. And as a player, you want to play. You know, you want to play. There's too many players for me happy picking up their wages, being on the team bus, not being part of the first team every week. And they're quite contented with that. For me personally, you've got to want to play. Now, obviously, they're on big wages. Their agents are telling them to sit still because you... Maybe they will never earn that type of money wherever they go again in another club, but that doesn't help the club. But can you blame them? Because it was the club that have given these long-term contracts, believed in them, they just they just haven't delivered for the club. Stephen, what are you thinking about what's happening at Celtic or the lack of action at the moment? Start of December, manager said, yeah, we need to trim the squad, um, but that hasn't really happened so far. No, I mean, it has gained a bit of momentum in, in the previous 24 hours I think you start to see David Turnbull James McCarthy interested to see what happens with Leo Abado over the next couple of days mm. will he stay will he go um, he'll be a loss won't he if, if he goes yeah yeah obviously um, I think I think in terms of that wide the wide positions you don't know I mean is Kuhn going to come in and, and play didn't play at the weekend obviously come on as a sub what's going to happen there um, yeah you would hope that Leo Abado um, is comfortable enough to stay at Celtic and on his day, he's, he's a top player. But on the David Turnbull one, you can see the thinking with the agents and saying, hold out into the summer, your free transfer, your pick of, of your clubs in, in English Championship. But that's a boy that missed a lot of football. He had a, yeah. a bad knee injury. I think if he if he goes out and plays, it's the right decision for David Turnbull. Money, money will come if he can find his form, add some goals to his game again uh, down at Cardiff, then the money will come. Just get out and play some football. Stephen, what happens today, tomorrow, the fact that things are beginning to move in England, that has a knock-on effect? Yeah, you, you just sense, I mean, you only need to spend a couple of minutes in social media, that it's just moving everywhere now in, in England. See, it always seems to be the case, clubs that weren't doing business down south, and it just clicks into action, and, and we're moving. I, I saw Jota, obviously, linked to West Ham, which is an interesting yeah. one, so it, it's starting to move, and if that's a market Celtic or Rangers are looking at, um, it's good for them, it's happen, happening today instead of tomorrow or Thursday. And John, you're a great striker you went what your first big move was what six million pounds and that was quite a time ago when you went to Arsenal you went for quite a bit of money today the money in Scotland isn't what it was but it's clear Celtic and Rangers need a striker and I think I know you've said it for a few weeks everyone has is there going to be movement Rangers for example I see that they've been talking about Lauren Shanklin everyone knows that Hearts apparently have said to him decide by tomorrow night we've got a new bumper offer for the Hearts captain decide if you're staying or if you're going any chance that he will, well there is a chance he'll go what do you feel John do you expect him to go to Ibrox um, Paul I wouldn't surprised I wouldn't be surprised where he ended up you know I think Rangers uh, has been talked about an awful lot with Lauren Shanklin I've, somebody said to me he'd prefer Rangers yeah, um, sure. but the club have offered him a big offer as well they, they, they feel they'd love to keep him especially with Hearts going really well they, they, you know they've stole a march on, on fourth in terms of yeah, trying to third, get that yeah. European spot Lauren Shanklin would play a big role if they were to get into Europe but as much as Hearts can offer him I, th- I think he would probably double or treble his money if he went elsewhere especially to one of the of 
one of the big two clubs up here in Scotland. He might have offers from down south. But going back to Celtic as well, uh, I just feel that they've not really made inroads um, to make the to make the team stronger. You know, you know, to to buy quality players. I know. Listen, tomorrow it might happen again. Tomorrow, they might somebody might come in tomorrow, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, we. You know, he, he puts all our feelings, you know, uh, out of yeah, the window, sure. out of the out of the water, if you like. But for me, um, they got a chance. They're top of the league. They're a good side. Why don't they strengthen a left back, yeah. a quality mm. midfield player, and a centre forward? Yeah. If if Kyogo was to get injured, you're relying yeah. on Maeda to go and play up there. Oh, who's um, who's not really kicked off in terms of big goals? He's had very little, obviously, game time, but. That's the disappointing thing because they could go and kick on. You know, they're, they're, they're leading in the league now. Rangers are on their tails, by the way. Mm-hmm. Rangers are right on Celtic's tail. And I just think that they cannot stand still and, 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 and accept that Rangers are on their tails when Celtic had an opportunity to build and spend on quality players which could obviously give them a much better chance. The Champions League, straight in at sure. the end of the season... You know, are they going to gamble at this moment in time by not bringing anybody in? They're gambling. They won't be forgiven if they lose the league this year through lack of signing the right players during this window. Newcastle manager Eddie Howe has dismissed suggestions that his defender Matt Taggart target could be on his way to Celtic to solve the left back problem. Um, any word from England? It's not going to happen. Target's not coming here. Nah, I, can't, I, I no. saw that one. I saw the Danny Ings one. I yeah. can't see it in, in any way. These guys are. Um, experienced pros I, I can't see them coming up short term um, when they're settled down south and on big money obviously you, first of all you rule it out on the wages but um, you need to, we need, to, need to they need to try and convince players that are really hungry to come back to come up here and, and ready to fight but as things stand they might be getting all back for the weekend obviously Saudi Arabia leading yeah. South Korea 1-0 into the second half of the Asian Cup game so if anything at least having two strikers back in the books would be good uh, Rangers just looking at the uh, scoreboard at the moment they've got Diamande in as we know yeah. and Silva on loan out Lammers on loan um, Jefte although I see he's disappeared for the last few days uh, Shanklin rumoured but no word yet Oscar Cortez out Lammers as we mentioned and at Celtic uh, Nicholas Kuhn is in from Rapid Vienna out Idiguchi permanent Quan played at the weekend for St Mirren and uh, Turnbull looks to be maybe on his way to Cardiff Sidney Van Hoydonk we keep hearing his name but I don't know if it's just paper talk or whether or not he, son of the former striker, will be on his way to Glasgow. You're one of the few John Harrison when I think about it who've had big offers from Rangers and Celtic because mm. you are, you're one of the, you're in an elite club uh, of players offered big transfers to both and of course we know what happened the rest is history. Yeah. Did you ever move on deadline day or just yeah, about? I, yeah? I, I disagree yeah. with a lot of people people say yeah. to me that January is a is a tough window. Mm. It's it, it's it's a lot of negativity around players moving in January. I think it's a brilliant window because if you're in the bottom three, you can get the right player uh, and and uh, and they can take you out of the bottom three with a little bit of form. If you're if you're going for a European position, and then you can buy that right player and add one or two quality players, it can take you into Europe. I think it's a brilliant window for teams to add, just in terms of it can push them on and get them out of trouble or even get them more success so obviously it's a case of you know bringing in the right type of players on the right on the right contracts and things like this 
But for me, it's a great window to capitalise whether you're down the bottom of the league or whether you're chasing the league or you're trying to get into Europe. Stephen? Yeah, I probably agree with that. I mean, it becomes a bit of a cliche. It's a hard window to get players. But is it a hard window just for the board because they maybe need to pay a bit extra to get the players they want? Um, you, you look at... The first thing that comes to my head and you look at in terms of the last few years, guys like O'Reilly, Rio Hatati mm-hmm. came in, um, Alistair Johnson. Mm-hmm. But going back, even quite high profile one like the Tevez and Mascherano mm-hmm. deals mm-hmm. in January, they saved West John's old club, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really important window in terms of changing the direction of your season. And it there's nothing better, honestly, when you're going for something, whether you're going for a league, if, if the manager goes out and right away goes and signs a player that improves your team, it, it's not a better feeling. And that's why they call it a window. You know, it, it opens up the window for, yeah. for an opportunity. That's what it does. You know, and if you can get the right players in for the for the right type of fees, I think it's a great window. I really, really do. I think it, if somebody, Stephen will tell you, when a new player arrives at the club, it gives everybody a lift because everybody's trying to impress the new player. You know, the manager, he's just signed him and can he get in the first team and, and things. I, I just think it gives generally it gives everybody a lift when you sign new players, especially in that window when you need when you need a little bit of a hand, you know? 0808 08, 08, 17, 17 700 at the weekend. Well, they both have the same scoreline. Rangers kicked off the weekend. A one-goal victory came for Serial Deserts. 12 goals already this season, despite, you know, he has missed a lot of chances, took a lot of criticism, but uh, he got the winner on Saturday. This is the manager afterwards. It was advertisement for Scottish football. The way the two teams played with the tempo, good combination play from both sides, good uh, offensive actions real intensity, high tempo and today was the opposite because of the circumstances so I'm not the guy who can control circumstances that's not my job so my job is to see that my team is ready for all the circumstances and uh, and they did today so I'm even more proud of them than after the Hibs game to be honest because this is more difficult after a, a good game with good football in the way we want to play in the way we train also adapting to the circumstances of today where you cannot play good football that you need to do it in a different way it's not so easy because it's not the way you train and you work all day so um, you need at that moment uh, resilience, personality structure uh, hard work and doing the right things with the ball in a different way than we are used to doing and they did um, in the second half better than in the first half uh, but it's also adapting and yeah you need to adapt and you need a little bit of time for that also so that's a part of the story but it was a very mature game and uh, and this is what you need if you want to win trophies you need to be ready in all the circumstances Stephen what do you feel with 40 hours to go what they need we know they need a white player and that's probably why Oscar Cortez is in town yeah I think I think they do that I mean Philippe Clement he isn't saying we'll see what happens. He, he's quite adamant that they're going to add, they're going to sign players, which is always refreshing as a fan. That there's no, I'm not saying ah, we'll see if anything comes up. Like he, he he knows the fans know, he knows the players know that they need a couple of players to if they're really serious about winning this league. And um, he's no hiding place, no hiding place. He's just saying we're going to get people in. I agreed with him. I thought last week, getting into the St Martin game, I thought it was going to be a much tougher game than the Easter Road for Rangers. 
I think it was a huge win for them because I think from a St Man point of view it was a missed opportunity in terms of how well they played probably been times where St Man have got a result against Rangers where they've created less chances um, so a little bit of missed opportunity from a St Man point of view but for Rangers the strength in their title challenge a lot of it's down to the clean sheets it's another clean sheet for Jack Bluntland probably the signing of the season um, and it just shows you really really good goalkeeper what a difference he can make who's going to be the striker do you think this time next week when the window's closed I, th- I mean it's probably refreshing in terms of to see a player come under so much criticism that he can ride it out and start to turn a few heads I said last week I think that it's been quite a good thing for Dessers that Lammers has left they were almost grouped together as these two high profile expensive signings that just aren't working he's kind of stuck in there the manager's been great with him to be fair mm-hmm. to him the manager the amount of times he's been um, in the in the team lineup since uh, Clement's taken over, and people are saying, "Why is he playing with him?" But he's he's obviously seen something in training, maybe seen something at a previous club. But he says, "No, stick with him. Uh, I put my faith in you, and you, you'll deliver for me." And yeah, he's starting to turn it round a bit. Well, Rangers really yeah. fancy it, Paul. You can tell yeah. that mm-hmm. the tension, you know, with the Celtic fans, and they haven't brought, you know, they haven't done a lot of business in terms of. What they spoke about, I think when when Celtic were playing in the Champions League and they got a couple of heavy defeats, they spoke about bringing players in, adding a bit more quality to give us a bit of a lift. They spoke about the players getting players out of the door. Um, and for me, you look at Rangers, they had, they had um, Lawrence back at the weekend, Rabi Matondo's back, they got strong midfield, the likes of Raskin and... Uh, uh, he you know, he wasn't didn't start the game, but he came on. You've been pres- impressed by him. Well, he's young, he's enthusiastic. He only knows one way to play, and yeah. that's to go forward. And I just, I just feel at this moment in time with Philippe Clement, there's there's a real feel good factor that mm-hmm. this is even after getting beat at Celtic Park. But they got the two games in hand, and that's why I think the fans, I wouldn't say they're overly concerned mm-hmm. about Rangers, you know, chasing, but. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. They're hungry to win league titles, and you can tell that with the man. Not to say Celtic aren't, but it just looks as if the window with the players that Rangers are signing, Silva. All right, he might not. He might be Wolves reserves or something like that. But he's, he's still, still thirty-three he's still million. Been, he's still yeah. been playing. He's still been in and out of the team. Wolves in the Premier League, mm-hmm. so he must be quite decent. You know, the other one, Diomendi, who's come in, played four million pound for him. They just look like they're having a real go. Don't they? They're not sitting back and thinking, well, do you know what? Celtic beat us twice this season, yeah. But listen, you can't go back on, on your previous glories. You've just got to keep striving to go again. And at this moment in time, with the board, I'm saying if they're not backing Brendan, they might do something tomorrow. But the Celtic fans certainly, certainly wanted more quality players to give the team a lift and to make Celtic better mm. with this final push. Because Rangers, they're getting better. Mm. You know, so uh, it, it just baffles me that up to now they might happen tomorrow. Sure. Is it you know like forty eight yeah. hours or whatever is is, yeah. is still a long time in football? The, but um, I'm just a little bit uh, bewildered. At, at the that's a good of, word. The, the lack yeah. of the lack of business that yeah. Celtic have done. They've got a, they've got a bold manager. They've got a strong manager, Rangers. That's uh, you call it brave in terms of calling, uh, playing a fullback at left wing. But that's what he did with, with Sterling. You know I mean, you look at previous years if if that had gone wrong. He'd have been open for all sorts of criticism. Why are why are Rangers playing a fullback at, at left wing? But he goes there, 
gets gets his result, gets out of there with one 0 and that was a that was a tricky first week back for Rangers after winter break. Yeah. You know, and traditionally they don't come back very after winter well. breaks. They've, they've come unstuck. Um, Dumbarton away in a, in a really tricky pitch. Um, going to Hibs, I, you know my feelings on the way Hibs approached the game, but they, they they won it well, won it comfortably, and going to St Martin, which I thought was going to be the hardest game of the week. And they faced up to St Martin playing well on the day, uh, and they get out there with three points and really put the heat back onto Celtic for what's what's a huge week for them now. You did call it. You said it's going to be a really tough game for Rangers. The conditions—it's so open there at the at the ground, isn't it? I, I like the ground. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, the pitch is always good. That's yeah. the one thing you said. The pitch, the pitch is good. But on the conditions on the way, I get that you could tell with the wind. Um, it wasn't in terms of a free flowing footballing match. It was a real tough physical Scottish game. And for Rangers, it was all about uh, getting out of there with the three points. Um, they got their goal. They soaked up a bit of pressure. They made saves. They defended when they needed to defend. And as I said, they put the pressure on the Celtic. That's Stephen McGinn. John Hartson, I can exclusively reveal they've not been out on the town with Marcus Rashford. They've both been <laughs> living good lives and they're ready for your calls next. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go! This is the Go Radio Football Show live from the heart of Glasgow. We're with Go Green Property. 0808 17 17 700 and thank you for making the switch so many of you tuning into the programme or listening on your podcast wherever you get it every night between 5 and 7 we're available last night Mark Weedy was in good form saying that Celtic's uh, transfer window so far has been uninspiring yeah. but he said in general people saying oh it's a difficult window well do your job at all the clubs get out that's why you have recruitment departments and make the right signings John Hartson yeah. said similar tonight so did Stephen McGinn and Barry last night Barry Ferguson didn't disagree and he said more signings to come at Rangers so Celtic fans a few of you have been on saying you've got faith there will be signings in the, the next what 53 hours it's 11.30 Thursday night when the yellow tie finally <laughs> is there see it's a bow tie uh, for Jim it's Thursday it's not tomorrow so that's the transfer right. uh, deadline is then um, Philip Clement he was asked about yeah, Desert scoring at the weekend. Is he still looking for a striker? What's going to happen? Uh, that's a good question. But uh, until all these weeks, I'm a little bit too long in football uh, to respond to that. Uh, I will never respond on positions, what we have been talking about. So I'm happy about Cyril, what he's doing. I'm happy about Fabio, what he's doing also. Um, and we continue in that way and we, we're going to see what we're going to do the next couple of days. Rangers fans, what do you think is going to happen? Over at Celtic then, three o'clock, it went back to five points in it because Celtic had the one-goal victory over Ross County. The fans not that happy. They expected more. This was the manager's assessment uh, after the game. He spoke with Sky. Yeah, I thought it was a, a good result. It's, it's one of those games where we get off to a really good start. Um, the start you, you want. Um, and then we uh, we obviously, I think, the, the missing the two penalties. Uh, dampened the, uh, the spirit, I think, of the crowd, and I think that was frustration. And, and within that, um, and then for the rest of the first half, I thought it was a little bit bitty. We had chances; we uh, uh, we could have scored more goals, but didn't. Uh, second half, it was it was better. The pitch is difficult at the moment, I have to say. In order to play the speed in the game that we want to play, it's uh, you see the ball popping up, um, so it's so it's difficult in that aspect. But the player structure was was better second half. A bit more speed in the game, and we just needed to to get the goals that we didn't 
unfortunately quite make. But uh, and of course, when it's one nil towards the end of a game, it can always be uh, uh, a little bit difficult. But the, the guys managed it well. Liam's on. John asking you who would take the penalties now for you with Lewis Palmer losing, well, missing twice. I can't. I can't understand why Kyogo doesn't put his hand up and take penalties. He's a centre forward. You want to add to your goal tally. Um, all right, as a centre forward, you might miss one or two. The great Henrik Larsson missed one or two. Um, but for me, a centre forward, you find yourself in that position more than any other player on the pitch. 12 yards out in the penalty spot. Um, Palmer, he's got to come off them now. Certainly got to come off them. We've seen McGregor miss penalties as well. Yeah. Um, so for me, it, it would be the centre forward naturally. Kyogo. And his technique, John, yeah. what do you make? Look, it's it's easy to criticise somebody when they miss, but that sort of hesitation when he goes up, what do you feel? Yeah, well, I that? just think it's maybe nerves, you know, it, it, it's because Palmer has already showed he's got great technique, yeah. you know, he's got great technique. I still think he needs to learn the game a little bit yeah. more. Mm. Just in terms of when he gets it and he's running at the full back, he sometimes cuts inside and he, he doesn't see a player to his right who's in a better position. Yeah. He tries to hit it. You'd Mark Weedy say a little bit selfish at times, wants to be the the one who scores the goal. But good players see pitches, Paul. You know, good players, if they're in a position to score or have a strike and somebody's in a better position, the real, real good players will play it if somebody else is in a better position to go and take the chance. Um, so, Palmer, a little bit new. You look across, you look at Tavernier. Hmm. Look at look at the benefit that Rangers have had out of having a player that takes all penalties, takes all free kicks, takes all the corners. Technically brilliant, you know. And penalties and free kicks and penalties from set set piece, you know, they're so vital in today's game that you've got a consistent penalty taker hmm. that you know sort of ninety five percent he's going to tuck it away. They win your games. Did you take many, John? Didn't take many because I couldn't get past Henrik or I couldn't get past... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Julian Dix used to take them at uh, West Ham. Yeah. He yeah. never missed many right. Uh-huh. He would take them at Arsenal. Yeah. So Henrik Larson. I, t- I took yeah. a couple. I missed a couple of big ones. I scored a couple of big ones as well. But yeah. in general, um, Henrik always stepped sure. up. And the thing was, even if he, if, he, if he missed one or two, the team would still trust him to go and take it. He wasn't the type of player. Yeah. That, and he wanted them. Mm-hmm. He was determined. Because there's a great Alan Shearer out of his 260 yeah. goals... Uh, Premier League record um, a lot of them are penalties but still it's a goal mm-hmm. it's not easy Coach, to score a penalty sure. you know, it's an art Stephen uh, that's my uh, what John said about Kyogo I get it in the previous two seasons I mean Kyogo had lots of chances every single game chance after chance he didn't struggle for goals obviously top goal scorer a couple of seasons in a row this season with chances coming few and far between his goal tally's not at the level it's been for the last two years I can't believe he lets anyone else take a penalty mm-hmm. it's it's probably I mean we don't get to hear much of him uh, his personality how he is as a, a guy but it's just strikers I've played with and some of the ones John's um, spoke of you, you hear on the tele- television and they say there's no way I'm giving a penalty away and you, you watch strikers go and run and grab the yeah, ball so nobody can get it and I just think yeah. with the type of season it is for Kyogo I mean outstanding he's been against Rangers and yeah um, but just some of the games, long he's going long spells with a kick when the penalty is given, especially when someone's missed and there's a retake. You almost want your striker to go and give me that. I'll do yeah. that. Um, mm. What I will throw in is Boyan Miofsky's good at penalties. Right. And yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of Celtic yeah. uh-huh. and penalties. Um, a good edge. 
he sees goal at the weekend. He, <sighs> he, he just get on the left foot. Yeah. And he, he fancy him. His goal against Clyde was lovely. Um, I know playing against Clyde, sure. uh, mm. bottom of the of the football tier, pr- uh, professional level. But you get him onto that left foot, you just fancy him to tuck it away. I said this at the weekend, Paul. If anything was to happen to Kyogo, or even now, if they had a striker, all right, you're not going to be as as good as Kyogo, but somebody who's really really reliable and Kyogo can come out of the team or if God forbid he was to get a, a, a really you know a long term injury then you've got to have somebody that can come in even if you're not playing every week somebody that can come off the bench and you can trust him you know the reason why Kyogo's not scoring a lot of goals for me we're not as good in wide areas he's not getting the supply we're not getting the quality balls and you think you know you look at Jota you look at Abada mm. not only was Kyogo a top goal scorer but their numbers were fantastic as well and, and and the likes of O'Reilly and McGregor they were sliding balls he was making great runs now it's like you know it, it's sometimes he just cannot deliver the right ball into him Listen. he's not the type of player that's going to like out leap a centre sure. half yeah. but he likes the ball rolled down mm. the sides he likes the ball cut back when he makes really clever runs and for some reason this season Celtic haven't got that clinical cutting edge when they get in front of the goal hence, be, hence being 1-0 up at Kilmarnock should have gone on and won the sure. game alright Kilmarnock okay. came on to a strong game in the second half you know being 1-0 up at the weekend scoring in the third minute you've got to go and score the second goal well that could have been costly I yeah. mean Ross County Joe Hart saved them at the end I'm going to go Rangers just now yeah. Derek a Rangers fan is on hi Derek I remember joining you to a penalty in a League Cup final once. I know, I, can't yeah. remember how it went I, enough, I know, mate, yeah. I got another nine against you, though. Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Glasgow. Great banter. Derek, what are you thinking, apart from that penalty? Uh, uh, what kind of striker do you think Rangers might go for in this window? Uh, and you know, Paul, I don't mm. think it'll be... Lauren Shankland says that at the start of the window. Yep. I don't think he'll sign for Rangers. But what kind of striker do you think Rangers need to have a chance of winning the title? What do you feel, before we ask Stephen and John, what would you say? I think they need a big target man, like a big, like, like John Hartson, somebody that can throw the ball into the mix, somebody that can just go back to front sometimes. Cause I noticed in, uh, against St Mirren, Rangers have played a lot of long balls. Yeah. And something that could maybe hold the ball up and bring other players into the, the, the play. And I wouldn't be surprised at the very last minute will Todd Cadwell be pushed out the door. I don't think the man's a fancy yeah, him. Yeah, he comes off quite a lot. Stephen again, what do you think, first of all, about a big target man? Is, or is that what they need? Yeah, I mean, you look at the makeup of the, the strikers they've got. I mean, Fabio Silva looks like he's going to be the type of player that's going to drop deep and try and get onto the ball. Dessers, Dessers, to be fair, I mean, he's yeah. always there or thereabouts. He's always mm. between the sticks. Um, but just the way Rangers play, I mean, they, they do. I mean, you don't want to label them long ball. I mean, it's, it seems to be a weakness, but there's, they're, they're good at it. It's, they're good at what they do. They put lots of crosses into the box. And mm. probably I agree with Derek if just another striker to come on that can. The quality, the, the quality that comes into the box from, from set pieces, from free kicks, from wide areas with Tavernier and. I was going to say Barisic but Ridvan at the minute who's yeah. playing well um, that is the type of service they're getting so yeah, it would make sense for another target man type striker John? Well I just thought Dezis can do a little bit yeah. of that you know maybe if you need somebody that, that's willing to run in behind you know you you look at the likes of Lundstrom great ball into Dezis for his goal at the Peach. weekend nice like perfectly flighted ball um, 
you know, Tavernier likes to hit it long, but you, you, you need willing runners for obviously to, to make the trigger for, for Tavernier to see you running along the line and then play it down the side and things like that. So, listen, I think, I think Rangers are on the lookout. They're doing very well at the minute. You've just got, um, you've just yep. got, what's it called? Um, Diomande Tom, Tom Lawrence has just yeah, come back, back into in. the side Ravi Matonzo you know came on at the weekend they're two really good players to have back in your squad McCausland is coming on to a game you've got two good players arriving at the club so you know f- for me I-, I think Rangers are in a very good place Derek do you think you're stronger now man for man than Celtic uh, uh, Celtic still, still uh, no problem the favourites have been over the course before haven't they yeah. it's like it, they know how to go over the finishing line uh, I think I think John Rabbit took me to window is something not bid for him from Germany uh, I, yeah, don't, I don't yeah, know Germany. How, yeah. if he'll be in the long term plans of the manager yeah he could be uh, away but uh, Celtic's got a few difficult games coming up away to Hibs away to Aberdeen mm. uh, so uh, it's, it's difficult I would say it's 50-50 I think it'll be who'll drop the, the least amount of points to the, the, the lesser teams. All right, Derek, thanks very much for calling. Sean is Cheers, on Derek. the line as well. Thanks, Derek. Hi, Sean. All right, guys, how you all doing? Yeah, right, good, Sean. good, thank you. Tuesday evening, couple of big games tonight, the other end of the table. What are you thinking, Rangers-wise, window, two days to go? Well, I actually thought it was closing tomorrow. I actually yeah. heard it on Sky Sports that it was actually Thursday. Some reason I thought it was the first of December, but I was hoping you would say you heard it first in the Go Radio football show with Go Green Property. No, but right, you saw it in Sky. Oh, cheers! I wasn't watching Sky. It yeah. popped up my phone because I was out the day buying a drone. All right, okay. Stay away from my yeah. house, Captain Sean. <laughs> okay, Captain Sean. Sean, <laughs> what are you feeling then? What about the striking position? What do you think Rangers need? Well, I think we do need an off striker because I don't think Silver's an out yeah, striker. Sure. Dessel's. He scored a few in the last couple of games, but even he, I don't think, is a full-out striker. I like Shanklin, but yeah. I, I say to Stephen and yourself, and yeah. I think young Barry, a few days ago, yeah. the days are counting down. I think if we were going to sign Shanklin, I think we would have got him in the first week of January, because Hearts have got to ask for probably an extra million, probably like four million, but I think if we got him in the, the first week in January, I think we would have got him for two and a half to three million. But I still would go for him if there was a chance, especially when Shank was not back a contract. Yeah. If that's to be believed. And he didn't play in the cup, Stephen? Yeah, there was an interesting development with that. I mean, the club, it's never going to come straight from the club or straight from Lon Shanklin's um, camp. But about there being a deadline put on tomorrow night. Yeah. I, I, when I first, I mean, I agree with Sean, I thought it was just the end of January. So I thought the deadline's tomorrow. So when I read that, I thought maybe they've said, right, once the transfer window deadline closes and you're definitely there. You're, you're on this contract and we'll speak again in the summer but it's interesting if that is if there's any truth in that at all where they, they decide that, right if he's not signing this do we look yeah. to try and sell him what what can we get from him on Thursday so uh, it's, it's still that one I mean it's been lingering about sure. I actually feel for Lon Shankland and fa- fair play to him another brilliant goal at the weekend he isn't half performing through all this uh, speculation and he smiled on he lost the penalty taking it looked fine about it but it was a great strike you wouldn't be surprised if he moved to Rangers on Thursday would you I, I, I now, I'm now ag- agreeing with Sean again yeah. I, if it was going to happen why would you not already have him in the building well maybe they had other targets as well you know it's like it's not an exact science thing no, I, no I, get, I get all that and I get sure. that potentially yeah. Hearts playing yeah. hardball really don't want to, lead, mm-hmm. to lose him and it might be, go on to the last day but y- you've got to think of Hearts are in a brilliant position um, 
in third place in the league you think of the points are ahead of Aberdeen and Hibs and what, what, what do they do when they lose Shankland at this this stage how do they replace that because he is he is third place if they keep Lon Shankland at closer play they are third in the league no doubt but it would be big money Stephen and as you know I know but so, is, so is guaranteed yeah. group stage European football true but nobody's going to reach them now are they it could happen but Barring a collapse, you speak, we speak okay. about Celtic Rangers yeah. and not taking risks with the league and the money on offer. And Hearts are taking a risk. Now I know you say it looks like it's done, but they're taking a huge risk. He's, a, he's the only guy that scores goals for them. I'm Shot. not surprised it's not been done. Mm. I, I really am. Yeah. How many times do you see a player out with Celtic or Rangers that that is leading comfortably the, the top goal scorer in nineteen in, goals? Yeah. Incredible, really. Yeah. Um, and not just Celtic and Rangers. I think other clubs might be looking at him. You know, and they Celtic jump in for him. I think, and they, then, I think they could. Yeah. Yeah, I think anything could happen. Rangers could could sign him. Hearts, uh, obviously. You know, you, you know that you know how it works. You know they offer him a new contract. Um, but he's a Glasgow boy. The, the, you know the lure of going to Rangers or, or Celtic. I think he's a very, yeah. very good goal scorer, yeah. and he's scored goals all his career. Mm. Dundee United at, yeah. at Hearts and big numbers. And you know, f- yeah. and, and for me, I'm very, very surprised. And I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up staying at Hearts. He signs his new contract. Mm. He's very, very important to them. They are relying on him to okay. continue to can continue finishing in third place and getting Hearts into Europe. He can always go in the summer. We, we, we've got uh, European Championships to look forward to obviously in the summer sure. um, I think he scored the goal off the bench for, for Scotland yep. as things stand he's on the plane to Germany um, he stays at Hearts and continues this form he's right in the reckoning for, for playing a big part in Germany so he's got that to think about as well Sean glad you've turned down Sky Sports News and you're on the Go Radio Football Show the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents call 0141 374 0409 let's go Go Radio Football Show John Hartson, Paul Cooney and Stephen McGinn taking lots of calls coming in there 0808 17 17 700 we're with our friends at Go Green Property Barry will be here tomorrow night on the show along with uh, Andy Walker I reckon tomorrow 5 until 7 Stephen you'll be playing this weekend do you reckon for Falkirk what a result for you at the weekend Aki's not such a great result it's looking good yeah well a couple of weeks ago we, we lost a bad couple of points yeah. at, at Edinburgh City we only dug out a draw and obviously Aki's won on the day so when it was nice in terms of Aki's having a home fixture us going to Alloa for a a tough game and uh, we get our two points back um, and a really a really good performance the second half is as good a stuff as we've played all season a um, couple of subs coming on and scoring so we've got a, a semi-final to look forward to in the Challenge Cup this weekend something different playing the Welsh side uh, the New Saints um, on I think it's BBC Alban on Saturday night so something a bit different a bit different from the league and a chance to get to a cup final playing the Saturday night's a bit different yeah, yeah I, mean, weird, yeah. I mean, weird. Yeah. It's so late on a Saturday in terms of um, it's not even. I've played obviously the evening kickoff. But where's it, where's that team? At Falkirk. What's that Falkirk? Yes, yeah. They've, they've so got a massive pitch TNS. Yeah, have yeah. they, John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike yeah. Jones just, is the manager. They've done really well. They've got into the Champions okay. League quite a few times. Sure. Yeah, we were, we were watching clips in the Champions League today, but it's but just yeah. it's probably just the, yeah. be watching the Celtic Aberdeen game so early and we think course, so yeah. much football will go on before we even take to the, the pitch. But that, looking forward to that's it. right. It's relentless, isn't it? Twelve thirty, Aberdeen against Celtic, and then a full card. Rangers in action at three at home to the bottom club, Livingston. Have they? Go on. 
David Martindale said yesterday, look, I'd be a coward to walk away. I'm not walking away. And you never know. He's done a Houdini act there before. But before that, he's got a huge game tonight. Livingston against Ross County. And there's also the Dons against Dundee. John, I know you've got a spot, soft spot for Livy. You were the goalkeeping striker. I think you probably still should be with them. Livy, Ross County tonight. What do you think? Well, unfortunately, I think Liv- Livy are close to going. Um I think the gap is widening down the bottom and on the back of Ross County, you know, they'll they'll feel good about themselves. Yeah, okay, they got beat at the weekend, but I thought they put up a really good performance against Saturday. They kept the score down. They broke once or twice, uh, defended well when they had to. And I just feel on the on the back of that performance, they'll be feeling better about themselves. Derek Adams and said a few things about yeah. the players and the performances. Um I think they'll quite fancy themselves, you know, to, to go to Livingston and uh, get a win. What about Aberdeen against Dundee? We'll talk about them. We'll give you the team news in what, less than an hour's time. Stephen, what are you thinking up there? For, the Aber- for Aberdeen, yeah. I think. I mean, the two home sides tonight, absolute must-wins, you think. Barry Robson, I mean, he is under pressure with the fans. They're just relentless at the minute in terms of the criticism of them. With Celtic on Saturday, Rangers uh, at Ibrooks next Tuesday, I think it is. I think it's just an, an absolute win, uh, must win for them tonight. Um, for on Livingston, I've got a little theory. I, yeah. I don't know if this, I mean, could be so so wrong, but David Martindale's tried everything. He said, "I go at the players." He's he's kind of had to go at himself. Mm-hmm. I I just wondered if he almost says that's us relegated now. At the weekend, he's saying that we're heading towards the championship. I was wondering. Because sometimes when relegated teams, as soon as they're relegated, all of a sudden they start winning games. I wonder if he thought, see if I just yeah. take the pressure right yeah. off. Look, mm-hmm. we are heading to the championship anyway. That that's happening. So let's just enjoy the games. Let's prepare, yeah. build yeah. a bit of momentum. Just trying something different because this sure. is. I mean, it is. Last chance sounds a bit dramatic, but in terms of the points, they have to win tonight. Yeah, they just got 12 points, Ross County on 18, so you can imagine if Ross County can win, they go on 21, and Livy then would be, wow, it would be really difficult for them. And in the other game, I just saw John Helms there, the MD at Dundee, um, welcoming, I think there, it's the Burnley owners, the guy who's there, you know, the the American, well done. So this is the the tie-up now, isn't it, Burnley? along with Dundee yeah I mean like, we're seeing more and more yeah. American owners uh, football yeah. clubs in England and in Scotland and um, obviously Bournemouth with Hibs yeah. that's been agreed today that partnership's been agreed to go through and obviously Burnley and Dundee mm. is that a good thing do you think? it depends I mean I was part of a multi-group um, in my last year at Watford we had players from Moodenese um, and for the club I mean on the pitch the, the players coming in from Moodenese were Significantly improved the quality of the group. It became a Premiership club. So, as long as they're sending players like, I mean, the Macondes one for Hibs looks a real good player. Looks to have improved them. If that's the type of players they're sending up, then great. If it's sending up players that are 18, 19, never played football before, and it's just to give them a game up here, thinking it's going to be easy, then no, that's not a good thing. But if they take it seriously and they want to make both clubs better and they send a better quality player up, then it can only be a good thing changing face of the game isn't it it's, uh, it's phenomenal Marcus Rashford I mentioned kind of jokingly on the way into the break but John can you imagine you know that he's uh, well if he wasn't such an asset to Manchester United he'd be out the door yeah that's mm. that's quite simple for me because uh, he's 26 he's I've not a kid I've played under managers yeah. that just wouldn't have that and it's mm. not the first time it's yeah. not the first mm. time he's done something like this um you know, he, he's turned up before, um, and he, he's been, you know, he's been put on the bench, and he's, 
You know, I think he's received fines in the past and things like this. He just needs to get his head down. He's at yeah. the biggest club in the world. He's revered by a lot of them supporters and he's he's completely letting them down. He's letting himself down. He's letting his family down. To be seen in a nightclub, you know, two nights or whatever it is, you know, you just can't do that. It's just a lack of professionalism, lack of respect for your teammates. And as I said, I think he'll be fined. They'll find him the maximum wage, what they can do, because there's only so much now that you can find. There'll be there'll two be weeks wages, which is whatever what? it is, Paul. Yeah, six hundred um, thousand pounds. He, you know, yeah. he's, he's a top top player. Yeah. He's an England sure. international. He'll be going to the Euros now with England. Maybe. In the, I think he'll go. He's England's okay. best centre forward, along with Harry Kane, I believe. When he's at it, you know, he was really good in the World Cup. Mm. He scored a couple of goals, but. It's just his attitude just just seems to stink at the minute. Yeah, people ask what what's happened to Man United. How can you spend a billion pounds and be in the state you're in? That's yeah. why. That's why because that doesn't happen at a club that's. If you're scared of your manager, if you're scared of what might happen if you do stuff like that, um, it just doesn't happen. It would never happen with a pepper a clock. So that pretty much sums up Man United's last five ten years. John, a few Celtic fans on saying, John, what's your take on the booing? There were some boos at full time. Celtic took the points, but it was 1-0 against Ross County. Um, Brendan Rodgers was asked about it afterwards and he said, this is what he said, I've had that since I've been here. If it's not the result, it's me. If it's not me, it's the board. All we can do as a team is win games. What did you feel? Well, they expect to win by more. Um, some fans will say, well, you know, we should be beating Ross County. Mm. We go 1-0 up in the in the third minute. We have yeah, a great start. Time. And then we fail to score two, three, four goals, put the game out of sight. Some fans will think they've got the right to boo. And there'll be same fans sitting next to them in the crowd saying, oh, that's out of order. You can't boo the Celtic players. You know, we're faithful through and through. You can't do this. But I think nowadays, Paul, I think fans okay. pay their money and, um, you know, they want better performances. And Celtic haven't been brilliant this season, far from it, you know. Um, and there has been some abject performances, no doubt about it. And of course, as well, at the weekend, there's no players being brought in, only the likes of uh, Kuhn. Um, and they're frustrated. And every Celtic fan is frustrated. Is it strange, do you think, both of you, that some of the best performances were, for example against Atletico Madrid half of the game and Lazio I know they ended up losing it isn't that strange let's say Atletico Madrid one of the best teams in Europe and but they struggle they lost to Kilmarnock twice they've lost to Hearts it's unlike them yeah but what happens is they, they can raise their game when, when they play the likes yeah. of uh, big games in the Champions League you know and it, it's a bit of a I wouldn't say a free hit, but Celtic are probably expected to lose a lot of them games, certainly against Atletico Madrid. Um, so when they perform like they did, and they were magnificent, um, you know, against Atletico Madrid, certainly, certainly in, in in the second leg, obviously they lost six 0 away from home, but. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just these other games that you've got to get yourself yeah. up for. And Celtic are expected to beat Ross County. They are expected to beat Livingston, Kilmarnock. The budgets are massive. Yeah, you lose the odd game. You, you know, you allow for a poor, a poor performance. But I think there's a lot of disgruntled Celtic fans yeah. at the minute because, yes, you're top of the league and you should be happy, but, you know, they just it's feel so that the team yeah. needed help. You, you can put a spin on it, Celtic fans, but... Um, a team that won a game but uh, Celtic fans won't have booed winning the game they'd been delighted to win the game they, they booed the fact that Celtic played the fire at the weekend again they played the fire in terms of they were 1-0 up against Motherwell and 
John Abika scored the last minute equaliser Ross County could easily score the last yeah, minute equaliser yeah. Celtic booed the fact that after scoring after scoring against a minute I, I've been there it's the worst possible I mean it's the nightmare stuff I mean you yeah. talk about losing a goal in the first 15-20 minutes and how tough an afternoon it could be they lose one after Celtic score after a minute Palmer misses two penalties two shots at it Bernardo misses an open goal and very very nearly lost two points yeah. at the end and they've did it previously this season that's what they booed Joe Hart saved them yeah a, bit, a big save but even the one I think the one just after the boy puts it over the bar over the top that's right right you to know the what? end okay. I think they booed they play with fire it's six the news is next then we're back 0808 17 17 700 the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market let's go the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Paul with Steve McGinn and John Harrison taking calls 0808 17 17 700. Looking forward to the games tonight in the Cinch Premiership. Aberdeen against Dundee and at the bottom Livingston against Ross County. If Livy lose, well, it would be really difficult for them to stay in the top flight. Some of the headlines today, well, obviously, all eyes and ears on the window, which closes 11.30pm on Thursday, so that's, what, 52, 53 hours from now. Uh, we're waiting to see what's going to happen. Rangers still reported to be interested in the left-back Jefty, but he's, well, nobody can find where he is, but Stephen, you think you saw on social media that uh, Oscar in town, the... Yeah, I recognise him, the winger. Yeah. Uh, it looked like he was in the Dakota, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that yeah. may be close to happening. What was he eating? Looked healthy. I was nice and healthy, Checking yeah. Wouldn't have been ordered, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would yours have been? Yeah. No, I'd I prefer not to say. You'd be healthy. He's on open goal tonight, I see. People oh, have been on already, so you're on with Cy uh, Ferry and Co. So look forward to good, watching that later. Stephen, any. Yeah. I see you're telling a story about you and Mo Kamara out in a yeah, nightclub. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just an old story. <laughs> he was my teammate at the time, and yeah. obviously he'd been at Celtic and. Um, I didn't have the contacts and Glasgow at the time had to queue up the back and I seen him walk past so yeah. I tried to go on his coattails and spent the rest of the night buying him a drink so um, yeah I just Was it expensive in the place? No, a pound a drink <laughs> And he oh. wanted you and what about your mates who were in with you? Yeah, they got him a drink too <laughs> Cheap night for him Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah good player That's right, yeah Yeah. Good career so who's coming in at Rangers? Who is going to be the striker? Who's coming in at Celtic? Could it be Majofsky for Celtic? I mean, it's just the chat. I often wonder what they're thinking at the at uh, Rangers and at Celtic when they hear all the speculation. I mean, nobody will know for sure, I would imagine. Otherwise, you would announce it, John, wouldn't yeah. you? You would say. I, I, I can't, for the life of me, think that Celtic will only bring in Kuhn yeah. in the window. One player, mm. a winger. Yep. I think they, they've left it late, mm. I believe, is really my thoughts. Mm. Um, that I think the next two days, uh, I think they'll they'll bring some quality in. The quality that Brendan Rodgers has been craving all season, um, and that, that's how I feel because it's it's a big forty eight hours and a lot yeah. lot can happen in football. I, I just think that I mean I know um, he's maybe just in the door, maybe just come back from an injury, but it's the type of sign like the sign Kuhn, I know they pay a couple of million, but he's straight onto the they bench. Yeah. I know I know he comes on, but. I think what they're looking if, if you if you speak about improving the quality of the team the, the squad go and sign a player and that Saturday it's like right who's dropping out because he'll definitely play yeah. I think that's what the fans were looking yeah. for from this window 
at this stage is it going to happen but I think they were just looking right are you going to go and sign a left back is he going to sign a winger and, and is he who's going to drop out because he'll definitely play That's a, it's a statement signing it sure and is you think yeah. as well Paul what in the last since the start of the season Brendan Rodgers came, came back to the club he must have had some reassurances that he could bring some of his own players in mm-hmm. like the players that he's working with at the minute they're not really his players they're not really his players um, and for me it's just a case of you know surely um, unless unless the, the board think they've got enough maybe they think they've got enough to go and beat Rangers and there's there's a lot of what I would say bit part players mm-hmm. at the club too many too yep. many and what happened mm-hmm. to we're going to cut we're going to cut the group we're going to we're going to cut we're going we're going to take the group from 32 to 25 mm-hmm. you know you need lots of quality players a good bench and at this moment in time Celtic look as if they're you know they settled, settled for what they've got what do you reckon is it going to be loan deals maybe maybe bring some people in that Brendan Rodgers knows I mean, from England it, it's something that's been spoken about for the last few years in terms of Celtic we need to cut the squad there's too many players here I think Ange Postacoglu touched on that Neil Lennon and now Brendan Rodgers but is that because the t- I mean the policy is I can, uh, we sign three we get two right then that's excellent and I know it's hard to get three out of three all the time but mm. if you go and get a proven player then you, you'd never need to worry about him being a squad player of course what do you think give us a call you can speak to John Hartson or Stephen McGinn after Rangers win at the weekend Philippe Clement spoke about well he was asked about the left back position but he wasn't saying much I didn't hear uh, Niels or, or James or the chairman so I didn't look at my phone also yet so I uh, if there's nothing signed with the player I cannot say anything. That was in reference to Jefte, who apparently a deal was close to being done the other day, but I see they're saying it's got... Well, if, nobody knows what the update is. He spoke about the game. He was asked, actually, are Rangers now a winning machine? The last game they lost was the, the derby. It's, it's dangerous to start calling it a machine because uh, the moment players start to think that it's something that is normal and the machine just goes then the machine will stop. So uh, we need to continue what we have been doing and that's that's showing really good mentality all the time, all the players available, whoever is playing, because we are also the only team who will play in, uh, in three competitions still. So we will have most uh, more, more games than, uh, than all the other teams. So we need this rotation. We need all the players to be, to be ready, uh, mentally, physically, tactically, uh, and, and we need to continue like that. So I'm really pleased about today. It's, it's a big step forward. Um, end of December, beginning of January, a few people in the club, a few fans told me that, that I had to watch out that this team are slow starters, the second part of the season. So we had a few tricky, tricky games already and, uh, and they did it in a good way. So. Let's continue in that way and, and be switched on and not thinking that we're a machine. Those are things you can say after a season, that it was a machine. The moment you start to think you're a machine, you will be Does talking about the only team still been in three yes. competitions, yeah. does that count as his first day across the city since he's came to the club? I think it is, isn't it? And yeah, yeah fair play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been yeah. very res- respectful yeah. of Celtic and the challenge uh, ahead at Rangers, but you, you can see he's starting to get uh, comfy in it. I, <laughs> yeah. I do think that is his first yeah. big. 
I noticed that um, last night. Peter's been on a big Rangers fan in town saying, what about Lundstrom? Look at the way he's playing. John, you mentioned him in yeah. the first hour. Um, are they going to re sign him extend his contract I think he's one of the highest paid isn't he because I think he came... they'll try to I, I, yeah. don't, I won't think they want to lose it. certainly Philip Clement I think he's been excellent since the new manager's arrived yeah. and I think they want to reward mm. him with a new deal alright it might come down to financially he might get more if he moved back down south but again if you love a club and, and you love the situation that you're in there's a challenge to go and win the league and other cups and things like that you know, a bit of sentiment might keep him at the club. If he wants to go with money, he'll probably earn more money down south. But I think Rangers will want to keep him because, in particular, under the new manager, he's been very good. Stephen, they got him in a, a good deal, but he was able, you know, there was no fee, so he was able to negotiate a big contract. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought this would be his last season. Mm-hmm. Um, first couple of months of the season, I thought probably a big earn there. Not, not playing as well as he, he did when he first came, in, came to the club. Um, yeah, he, he just I just I thought it was a certainty that he'd be one of the ones moving on, but Philippe Clement's taking a real shine to him. He's stepped up to the mark in a in a time where Rangers were really struggling in that area. You think of the injuries to Ryan Jack, Raskin and he's really grabbed it by the scruff of the neck and he's now he's now won probably just from speaking to Barry as well, you know you know he's not outright saying it, but you know Rangers are keen to, to tie him up and it's now, it's now, you're now thinking it's a definite bit of business that Rangers would like to get done. Could you see him re-sign even if it is less money? Yeah, because I don't, I don't know where he goes yeah. from Rangers that's better. I, I think he'll know that. I think he'll know how he's thought of and um, probably get a taste for maybe getting another crack at the Champions League. Um, I expect if I expect them to come to an agreement. Is that hard psychologically? to take less money no matter what it is I know it's still a huge amount of money I just wonder what that does for your psychology um, I signed I signed for Sheffield United to yeah. less money than I did was on the table from Shrewsbury did and you? that was that was yeah. a career decision that was bigger um, club bigger club yeah. uh, the opportunity to maybe get promoted out of the league unfortunately we didn't we didn't do that but um, I just think for John Lundstrom the stage of career he's had he's, I played against him in the lower leagues in England he, he's worked very hard to get to he got to the Premier League in England and now a, a huge club in Rangers I, I just don't know where where will give him the bug that he gets from Rangers He seems to be enjoying it big time under Philippe Clement what's he changed in his game? I just think Philippe Clement simplified the whole thing I mean I look at he 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 oh, for obvious reasons didn't want to be called a winning machine yeah. you think that the one defeat is the worst defeat for Rangers fans but the results he's got with what's been available in terms of the injuries and what we thought of probably a lot of those players in that squad when Michael Beale was still there mm-hmm. I think it's been really impressive and, and a big thing is just simplifying it I mean even as I said he took a gamble in terms of playing a full back and, and Sterling at left wing but there's no complication to it he just he's putting him in a role and he said look I'm not expecting you to beat th- this is why I'm doing it and He's getting results week in, week out. You, you expect them as... I'm looking at the fixtures coming up and I don't see where Rangers next drop points. John? Well, I just feel as a manager, um, some managers have got it. I think if, if you play for your manager and you you really feel as if he's the one for you, um, he's giving you confidence got a certain aura about him he tells you the right things tells you to do the things you can do do it good doesn't expect you to do the things that you can't do too well simplifies your game the players would go through brick walls for him 
and the certain manager that I've had over the years that I can tell you I used to give that extra mm-hmm. uh, extra 50% for that particular because I loved him um, it makes a difference obviously if you're in the team mm-hmm. and he's backing you to play every week I'm backing you in the press and saying good things about you um, and I think he's got he's got that in abundance and he's made that happen at Rangers he's got certainly got uh, made an impact I think the players love playing for him because you don't go on a type of run that he's gone on if you haven't got every single player on board mm-hmm. and that's what he's done there's nobody mourning there's nobody being disgruntled around the place he won't have it you know he he seems as if he knows what he wants and he knows what he wants from his players. He speaks very well. You know, he seems as if he, he's he got the fact that Rangers need to win trophies, not just about playing well, they want to win. And he's got one now. He's won already this yeah. season. So Huge, that's how I feel. That he's done exceptionally well. What Sean mentioned earlier, Todd Cantwell, could he be in the way out? The answer is yes, he could be. The manager, um, you know, he makes changes at halftime quite often. Stephen, could you see Cantwell moving on? Yeah, for the same reasons I speak about under Michael Beale with John Lundstrom, Todd Cantwell will, will be in a big earner, mm-hmm. obviously high profile. I, I thought from early on, me think of um, when he took him off that time, yeah. um, I, I, I've always had that feeling, I'm not too sure he's he's a Philippe Clement player. And I think I don't expect uh, Todd Cantwell to, to leave this window, but it'll be interesting to see it close a play when the window shuts and who comes in and, and what. Philippe Clement maybe thinks of a Tom Lawrence mm. Fabio Silva could he play in the number 10 position mm. uh, very interesting one to, to watch play out but these are all big wages and Rangers also have a big squad I know the last couple of days everyone's going on about Celtic what's happening you know lack of players coming in but Rangers have got a squad I know Lammers has uh, gone out uh, just a few days ago there's quite a number of players there that are not I know Sifuentes looks as though he's away but Danilo's still there he's injured long term yeah. it's a very full squad they've got John and big wages as well. yeah they, of course they came yeah. Of when he's fit he's unquestionable mm. but that's the key sure. is he fit enough all the time you know you can't just keep carrying players when he's fit he scores important goals but again injured um, there's only so long you can keep these players for and you can keep trusting them what do you make of Cantwell? Cantwell I think um, he goes over a bit easily mm. certain times yep. Yep. I think he makes a bit of a clown of himself at times um, you've clearly seen him dive when the players nowhere near him. Um, and uh, I think he's got something to offer. Mm. I think he's not a bad footballer. Um, he's got a good engine. He gets around the park. Um, come from Norwich in the Championship. Yeah. He can um, score a goal as he did. He can uh, score the odd goal. The he gets day. himself yeah. in the box. Okay. Um, so, yeah, listen, I, I just think maybe he's not quite good enough to play every single week. That's why you've shown he's been brought off. And maybe the manager wants players at his disposal that he can rely on every single week. Back at Celtic, um, the manager was speaking after the game at the weekend about the pitch. A lot of people said it's um, well, it's just it's not good. It's not the way it was before. What's happened? Here's the manager afterwards. Yeah, it's something. Listen, it's something that we spoke about within the within the club. So that's something that we'll we'll look at going forward. That's all he had. It was short. It was sharp. John, you know that pitch so well. Yeah. Um, it's incredible how it's so yeah. bad, isn't it? Mm. How it cuts up so muddy. I know they have a lot of rain in Glasgow, but you look at the other Glasgow teams. Yeah. Um, but but for me, I watched the Newport Man United game on you know, on, on Sunday, yeah. and the Newport pitch didn't cut up. Right. It was really nice surface. The ball was moving perfectly well. Mm. But um, Celtic are a footballing team. They like to pass the ball. Mm. 
you know, from, from sideways and into the front players. They pass it out from the back. So people could say, well, I can't believe you more than about the pitch. I think he's got a good point because to play the ball the way Celtic generally play, the pitch is nowhere near good enough for the way that they like to play football. A, a high point for Celtic over the past, what, over 10 years has been Callum McGregor. So when Scott Brown retired, well, he went to Aberdeen first of all, we know the story, it's Callum McGregor. 450 games were notched up at the weekend. This was the manager afterwards. Having worked with him in the, in the two spells now, first spell and when he was really breaking into the team and making a name for himself and was fantastic in that in that time. And, uh, and now the second time around, having played so many games and being now the leader, you can uh, he's he's absolutely first class. And Callum plays every every game like he's he's trying to impress for the very first time. And that's the mark of the the, the brilliant players here. Uh, he's um, he's such a top top player, one of the best players I've ever worked with. Uh, but to see him lead now the team and the club, um, he, and he does it with uh, with great style and uh, and great humility. So it's to play 450 games at this club with the pressure and the expectation that's here. It's a it's a massive achievement. John, he's Big quite praise. Sweet, isn't it? Yeah. He's a wonderful player, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with everything in terms of summing the player up, plays every game, took over the captaincy from a legend, um, but took it out of plumb, just dealt with it as if he'd had it previously for a few years. And he's grown, he's grown in that role, he's grown with the success he's had as well, as particularly under uh, Brendan first time around, and Ange. Um, so for me... I think um, I think he's spot on there, and he's reliable. He plays every game. Brilliant player. How did Celtic manage to keep hold of him? Say three or four years ago, when he could have gone down south. Probably just a lure of um, Celtic to to Cal McGregor and his family. Um, success, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's maybe we spoke about John Lindstrom. How do you? Where do you go from um, Rangers in terms of? the buzz and the, the big games you get to play in and I'm sure it must, might have been a difficult decision had Leicester come calling at the time in terms of where they were going towards they were going for the top four and he ended up winning the FA Cup but uh, we, we spoke in the, in the last bit about Philippe Clement coming undone at Celtic Park a big part of that was running into Cal McGregor um, one of the, the top performances of the season just totally ran the game and um, yeah I mean we spoke so much there's so much praise so many th- good things you can say about Cal McGregor we spoke about Stephen Davis retiring and not having the physical attributes Cal McGregor's almost the same he's almost no right to be able to do what he does <laughs> yeah. play 60-70 games a season and nearly always a 7 or 8 out of 10 sometimes as I said that last Rangers game he's in he's maybe a 9 or 10 out of 10 so um, superb, superb player and uh, such a a big thing for Celtic just the way he plays the way he grabs a game of the scruff of neck sometimes grabs a game of the scruff of neck like a fan you know what I mean you can the fan fans looking at him just saying no give me that ball I'll, I'll drive with the ball from a deep position so huge player for them and for many years to, to go after the Rangers game the manager said he's in another level I think that's what he said about him do you think as captain he'll be speaking to the manager just now you know we're talking about recruitment and all the rest he'll be saying hey this is the biggest title ever no, he stayed there. He could have gone to Leicester. I think he should. Yeah. If he's not, yeah. I think he's he's got the authority, Callum, and the respect. Um, he's earned it mm. to maybe say, "Look, we need a bit of help here. We need a little bit of help." You know, we've got this league. We're a, we're in front. They've got two games in hand, 
but secretly maybe one on one walking onto the training ground. Yeah. I think Brendan might even ask Callum what he thinks, what he wants. Because I think he's earned the right to do that. Yeah, and he went over to Mallorca and he, I think, helped to persuade him, hey, come back to Celtic. He's an elite manager, Brendan Rodgers, but is he getting the respect that he deserves? And, and where's that spark? Is he going to see? He was running things for a while, last time round, yeah? Won the treble, won the treble again, took them towards the third one, and then, you know, the, the John again. I, I, I do think he, yeah. he took over from um, a manager that was nearly an impossible job, just in terms of like obviously Celtic have had a level of success over the last decade but anyone that replaced Ange Postacoglu in terms of brand of football I mean that was it was we speak about Kyle going in chance after chance that's the way Celtic played even in games they lost games I mean I I think at times in the Champions League they should have been more reserved in terms of but you're going to the Bernabeu and are creating chance after chance at times and any manager coming in their football is going to be labelled boring as such because it was as it's impossible to replicate it probably be impossible for that same group of players to go and do that for seven yeah. or eight years mm-hmm. because it was so relentless and so high high octane high high, high intensity but well, did, what did, what he needs to do what Brendan Rodgers needs to do is deliver that league title yeah. and probably kick on from that I think I think if he can go and get that league title um, from the He's, I don't know if they fully trust the, the team in terms of because that month they had with the drop points at home they lost to Hearts they lost to Kilmarnock if you can go and le- deliver that league title and and I think the whole club club can move on from there He also had a couple of exceptional players yeah. when he was at yeah. Celtic I mean exceptional Scott Brown mm. captain you look at them barely they're signing half a million pounds sold him for 22 million Is there a better striker than him? Fulham, Fulham reserves yeah. he was incredible yeah. what a players absolutely ripped it up mm. ripped this football up up here just unbelievably good um, and also Lee Griffiths smashing yeah. goals yeah. in over 100 yeah. goals very very reliable in front of goal so you know he had very good players he, he had lethal strikers and he, you know he, he turned that into a really really good side it's a great point at, Lee Griffiths wasn't it at, in, the, yeah. in the Invincible season I went there with Man we won the championship at mm-hmm. the time and uh, we went 1-0 up it was actually it was um, we almost went 2-0 up Moussa Nimbele actually missed hit a, a, a clearance and it hit the barn hit the underside of the barn yeah. off the line but that day Celtic brought in Paddy Roberts and Lee Griffiths yeah. and yeah. it just changed the whole dynamics yeah. of the game we, Roberts, we'd yeah, faced John, James Forrest we'd faced Scott Sinclair we'd faced Dembele it wasn't really happening for Celtic on the day we were playing well above our, our standard um, and then they brought in Lee Griffiths and Paddy Roberts and the game just totally changed once it, they finished 4-1 but it's probably the quality of sub that maybe they don't have this time around I think you? remember the first game I think it was Hearts away Yep. And Scott Sinclair had sprinted into the box and I think he got a tour to a cross that came in from the left. Might have made it 2-1 and the Celtic fans behind the goal just went mental. So sometimes as well, you need that little bit of luck. Yeah, I, know, sure. I know you create your own luck, but Scott Sinclair is off, scored the last minute, last second of the game and all of a sudden from the fans going home, 1-1, one, one, you've got the late winner, they're all absolutely bouncing, can't, win for th- can't wait for the next game. Just about a... Magic dust that they need there, and the same at Rangers. And Rangers field there in the ascendancy. Yep. There's five Absolutely. points in it. There's we know. Game in hand. Quick break, and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Looking to sell property in Glasgow? Call Kayleigh and the team on 0141 374 0409. Let's go! Let's go! 
More traffic and travel tomorrow morning. In fact, there'll be more on this programme tonight. And then tomorrow morning, Crofty and Grado, along with Rochelle, with the traffic and travel. Steve McGinn's looking at me, I think. No, it's just always stuff changing, late developments. Um, Reports coming in that uh, Rangers have knocked back a bid for Jack Butland from Nottingham Forest. Which would be a huge loss if, if they were to that, lose that, him. That, that'll never happen. I can't believe they report that. Yeah. That'll never ever happen. He is that, so, so important to Rangers trying to, to win the league in terms of that Champions League spot. Yeah. They would never sell Butland. Good news though, isn't it? Shows you what a find he's been for Rangers. But John, as you know, goal, there's some injuries down south. It just shows and, you with football as well, sorry. Yeah. To cut you off, but like he was a free transfer I know. six yeah. months ago yeah, and sure. people need to see you playing football before they'll actually take a chance on you good recruitment mm. it certainly is uh, Scott McKenna I see is on his way on loan from Nottingham Forest to Copenhagen so he'll be linking up with young Larson so yeah Scott, McKenna, good for him. Big, big strong yeah. linked with Celtic wasn't he for six or seven million before he left Aberdeen uh, I like Scott McKenna no nonsense puts his head on the ball defends in, um, he, he heads a ball in both boxes and um, obviously signed for was it 6 million he left Aberdeen for I think it was big money to go to yeah. Forest yeah. yeah for sure um, what about Jack Butland I was going to ask you he's been speaking he was asked the other day could he be could he be on the plane to the Euros with England I mean it's interesting then if that's uh, Nottingham Forest looking to try and get him from Rangers that's the last thing they'd want to do but could you see him back he said well, nine that, caps that, that's the only thing probably for an Englishman that's um, he's top top of his thing is probably to be playing in English Premier League that, that is the only worry if I was a Rangers fan would be would he be swayed by the thought of playing back in the English Premier League and no matter what for whatever reason we, we don't like it up here but they don't acknowledge you as an English international while you're playing up here. So that is the only worry. Would he look to the England squad and could I, if I go to Nottingham Forest and I'm playing every week and playing well, could I get back in that squad? Um, yeah, the Ibrooks, that's the news uh, that Nottingham Forest apparently have had an offer rejected, an approach for Jack Butland. It's understood Rangers will not entertain any offers for that goalkeeper because, you know, Alan McGregor was such a, an outstanding keeper and this season, it's a great testimony to Butland who's done so well. And I was going to ask both of you because at the weekend, Joe Hart who has been great for Celtic. Could it be his last year? But he was vital for Celtic at the weekend as well. I know there was yeah. a, you know, early on he was involved. He missed the ball as it came in. It could have been a goal for Ross County, but late on he saved Celtic. He's made some yeah. good saves. Joe Hart, he's a, he's a brilliant shot stopper. Yeah, like every other goalkeeper, he, you know, he's prone to the odd mistake. Um, but in all fairness, I, th- I think he's uh, doing his Celtic career. I think he's been a very, very good for them, not just on the pitch, but I also think with Ange. He was brilliant for Ange, wasn't he? Five trophies sure. in a couple yeah. of years, yeah. And a big influence, John, as well, around the place. Around the place, Because they need yeah. characters now. Celtic need characters, yeah? Yeah, they do. They need strong yeah. characters. And uh, when things are not going very well, uh, I'm sure, you know, McGregor, if they're a bit lax and with their passing and everything else, I think, um, you know, the big players, Lenny used to do it brilliantly. Paul Lambert was always great at, um, you know, at, at letting you know you weren't doing your job right. And, you know, you need characters like that. Indeed, Ross Wilson, of course, he's uh, in recruitment, isn't he? Nottingham Forest, the ex-Rangers. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll have played. I know Rangers tried to sign Jack Butland, I think, the season prior to that. So mm-hmm. he's obviously someone that he's always he's liked. And if Nottingham Forest are looking for a goalkeeper, you're not surprised at all that Jack Butland's at the top of the list. 
you look at goalkeepers, England have just mm. got them up. You've got Jordan yep. Pickford at Everton. He's still number one. Yeah. Still number one under Southgate. You've got the other one, Aaron Ramsdale. Yep, not Arsenal. playing enough. Yeah. No, um, he's been left out. There's talk of him moving on, but not, not in this window. And obviously the other one is Sam Johnson from plays every week for Crystal Palace. So mm. three Premier League goalkeepers. Um that Jack Butland is, is obviously competing against, but listen, all all Butland can do is just keep putting in the great performance he's putting in. Who is the best keeper you ever had on your side, John? On I'm my just throwing side, this out. Just, I, played, yeah. I played with yeah. um, Seaman. Of course, at Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. Big Ludo McCloskey, Neville Southall with the mm-hmm. national team. Oh, you loved him, didn't you? Fellow Neville, Welshman. Neville yeah. was great. Everton. And at yeah. Celtic, um, I played under Arta Boric. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the, Bor- the big goalie. Rab. Big Rab Douglas yeah. was great as well. Yeah. We got a lot of success under Rab. Really good shot stopper, great mm-hmm. character. So, um, you know, it's not always the finest goalkeepers, it's the ones as well who are quite vocal. And, and a goalkeeper position is like, especially for Celtic, because you're not. Mm. You don't generally have an awful lot to do in in the Scottish Premiership, so that means you've got to keep up your concentration levels. If a, if a team does break, like Ross County, for instance, at the weekend, and then he's still concentrating and he's still alive to certainty, he can make you know he still can make good saves. You know, when you play for Celtic, that, that that's that's the most important thing: your concentration levels. Are they a bit different goalkeepers in general? You know, they say oh, you have to be. Yeah, yeah, they do. Well, don't they throw they? themselves yeah. around every morning. Yeah. You know, you can go on a training ground with a pair of gloves yeah, yeah. and a and a jumper, that's and you can stay yeah. on your feet. Goalkeepers, all weathers, they got to check themselves yeah. around the floor and everything, haven't they? Stephen, best goalkeepers with you. I don't really. I mean, how do you how do you uh, answer that after John's name? David Seaman and Arthur yeah. Boric and that. Yeah. What I would say yeah. is, I mean, some of my best seasons, mm-hmm. a lot of the big part of it's down to goalkeepers. Just over the last few years, a couple of league winning seasons, young Zach Kemmins, it's now at St Mern, mm-hmm. came up with some big, big saves, big penalty saves for us. Um, the year I won it was St Mern, probably Craig Sampson, one of the best years mm-hmm. seasons of his career. So they play such a big part, and sometimes, sometimes leagues can come down to who has got the better goalkeeper. Maybe yeah, best. certainly. So. Often that is the case, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, every, every every successful team has a top goalkeeper. Look yeah. at Liverpool. Yeah, know, of course. Allison might be the best. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. obviously Man City mm. with Ed. They're just fantastic. Yeah. They're great with the ball at their feet as well. Jim's been on the socials at Go Football Show saying John earlier you said you know a couple of managers you you really loved working for them was one of them called a Martin. Oh, Martin O'Neill, yeah. You said it brought more out of you. for me. Yeah. You know, I failed four medicals before I came to Celtic. He believed four. in me. Wow. He believed in me. He gave me the opportunity to play in a great side, and I responded. I only responded because I, I trusted him. I, I loved him. I wanted to play under him, and I've always said that if he picked you to play in that team, you, you know, you, you felt very humbled by it because it was such yeah. a brilliant side. So he ignored the he medical wanted, advice yeah. and said, "No, yeah. we're signing this guy. It's millions of pounds. Yeah. What a gamble!" Wasn't it? And well, a lot of managers ignore medical advice. They I push know. it through because wow. all players have got yeah. bad knees and and, and, and bad yeah. backs and things. Mm-hmm. If if you if you if you sort of judge a player on every single medical, mm-hmm. nobody would pass a medical. Sometimes you've got to take a risk. Yeah. You know, if somebody's got a little. No, no disrespect. Ronald Bo was a brilliant player. Yeah. Ronald Bo mm-hmm. missed more games. For Rangers than I did for Celtic with with wow. with a bad knee, and you signed on the same day for we Rangers. You, know, day, you were yeah. going to but sign. There you yeah. go. These things happen, and if you mm. scanned goalkeepers, yeah. you know, in terms of their backs, 
the joints are everywhere. You know, there's all sorts of mess going on with goalkeepers' backs because they're, they're, they're diving on the floor and they're stretching all the time and, you know, their bodies are getting hammered. A goalkeeper would never sign a medical if that was the case. So, so sometimes you've got to push these things through. Thank you, Dr. Hartson, yeah, yeah. on that one. Stephen? Yeah, but yeah. when I was signing for Kilmarnock uh, a couple of years ago, um, my old assistant manager was the kind of director of football, James Fowler. Of course, yeah. I mean, he yeah. came down for the medical and he said to the physio, look, this is a year's contract. We're here just to get out of the championship. See, if you go through everything, you probably think, there's no way this guy can play 40 games. But believe me, he'll play 40 games this season. We'll win the league, so let's just get it done. No scans anything. Just Let's just sign it off and... Thankfully, he was able to repay his faith in me. It's nice to prove people wrong, Stephen, isn't it? Yes, very nice. Brilliant, yeah. well done. For sure. That's great. But it's good for young people to hear as well when people write you off and you say, no, I can do it. Yeah, um, belief, yeah. dedication, you know, a little bit of fire in your belly. Mm. That's what you did. I know I've told you this before. Davy Proven said on the programme just after you signed, he said, when John Harson scores his first goal in the Premier League, he'll score for fun. And that's what you did. He knows yeah. his football, Davey. He does indeed. Uh, a good message from Davey uh, a few weeks ago. Davey Proven, of course, enjoying life uh, in the sunshine, which uh, we can all look forward to. Will it be sunny in Germany? It will be, won't it, come uh, June? And we just gave you news a wee while ago. Scott McKenna, who'd love to be in the Scotland squad there, so he's off to Copenhagen to get game time because it just wasn't happening for him at Nottingham Forest. And the breaking news is Rangers apparently have uh, not entertained an approach from Nottingham Forest for Jack Butland. We've been talking about Celtic. Could you imagine, Stephen, if they took an offer for Jack Butland? What if they came in with £20 million? Yeah, I mean, it's a horrendous situation for Rangers even to think about. Um, but as you say, like Jack Butland, um, he's been so good for Rangers. As I said, when they signed him, speaking, I don't know if we spoke on air, but every, it seemed too good to be true. He almost ticked every yeah. box and you're thinking, how are they getting sure. this guy in a free yeah. transfer? And yeah. He's been everything and more of what we thought he might be, um, top signing and... You, you, I would expect at this late. I mean, they can't end up, they can't sell him, um, but they might just get one season out of him. Money sure. talks. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, who would have thought that Kieranini would have left Celtic on the back of all his success? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Arsenal come in twenty-five million gone. Yep. You know, it's it's big money for a Scottish club to turn down when it goes into fifteen, twenty million. These type of these type of deals. Mm-hmm. So nothing surprises me in football, but I'm like Stephen. He's so pivotal in terms of where Rangers want to go, um, you know, in terms of the title and winning more trophies. And he's been brilliant. You know, you talk about um, McGregor retiring, um, one or two others, can they come in? Can, who's going to replace? Sure for Alan McGregor. And all yep. of a sudden, Alan McGregor. I've and forgotten. then Butland comes in, McGregor doesn't mm-hmm. get mentioned. Roosters and goals for Aberdeen, no surprise there. Shall I give you the Dons team for the game tonight with Dundee? It's the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Roos, of course, and goals. Devlin, Mackenzie, Shinny the captain, and Jensen. McGrath, Majofsky, and Clarkson. They give you, in this order rather than formation, Sockler, McDonald, and Millen. On the bench, they've got Duhan, Barron, Hayes, Phillips, Gay, Morris, Polvara, and Duncan. I'll give you the Dundee team next. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Start a new career as an estate agent. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go, let's go. Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney here with the team with Go Green Property. Tomorrow night, the programme, it'll be Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant and Stephen Reside. Our 
Motherwell fan and Scotland as well is going to join us in the programme for some of the evening he's doing lots of podcasts turning up here there and everywhere he's with us tomorrow night to talk such great sense and he knows the inside outs about Motherwell so maybe Motherwell fans tomorrow night come on and quiz Stephen what he thinks what is happening there after that draw at the weekend not the worst result for them 1-1 against St Johnson Dundee 4-1 against Livy we'll give you the Livy news shortly for the match tonight with Ross County Killian Hibbs 2-2 you know the story Hearts 2 Aberdeen 0 Majewski's goal was chalked off it could have been different Hearts sealing that not sealing but cementing a position third top of the table Celtic 1-0 with Ross County and Rangers winning 1-0 at St Mirren and in the Championship it was uh, well stalemate at the top really wasn't it Dundee United uh, drawing but Wraith Rovers finding it tough Stephen you've got more news coming in I sense oh, no? I was one, what was the verdict from GAR about um, the Miofsky disallowed goal it was cruel it was a bit harsh did yeah. they say foul or no foul Barry and Mark I think they were saying no foul but too often now we're hearing you know I heard them on the telly the other night uh, even Charlie McGrew who's you know great recently playing he was saying but by the letter of the law these days these mm-hmm. things are given so yeah I think they thought it was harsh what did you think yeah I thought it was really harsh I don't think I mean if they clash heels and Miofsky falls back the way I don't know mm. if it was given as a as a foul to Miofsky so I, I don't know I just I don't think he stopped the, the cross and it stops what's a, such a brilliant goal I, I think if you're a Hearts fan obviously you think ah foul if it's an Aberdeen fan you think definitely not sure. a foul but I thought it was really harsh Starting lineup for Dundee so Carson and goals Dodgson Shaughnessy the captain McGee Bakayoko who scored again at the weekend Cameron Ashcroft Robinson Boateng Silla and the man who's back, what a boost for them from Liverpool, Owen Beck. And I'll give you the teams for Livingston. Has there been a more important game for Livy up against Ross County? Michael McGovern in goals. There's Obelai, Pittman, Brandon, Bradley, Holt, Nubley, Nottingham, the captain, Andrew Shinney, Guthrie and Penn Rice. Up against Ross County, Wickens, who did really well at the weekend. Um, against Celtic double penalty save Borthwick Jackson Aina, Nightingale Brown Jenks Latoury King Danda who signed a pre-contract with Hearts Keller and Simon Murray who wasn't happy about that uh, penalty award to Celtic and Callum McGregor John what are you thinking in this one the Livy against Ross County what do you think I think I said earlier on I think Ross County will take a little bit of confidence uh, although they got beat um, I think um, Derek Adams saw a much better more positive performance from them at Celtic Park and they'll go to Livy um, certainly feeling in, uh, better about themselves um, Livingston is a game they have to win they've gone with Newbley the big centre yeah. forward mm-hmm. McGovern is he the Northern Irish goalkeeper that I was a young boy at Celtic. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Um, is it Michael McGovern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, listen, you said it there, Paul. If Livingston are going to stay up, yeah. this is a, a game midweek against against a, a team that are in and around them. I know there's a six point gap, but um, this is a at, at at this stage of the se- season even. I think Livingston got to start picking up points, and, and they, they started. I don't think so. No. Um, I think Ross County might go to Livy and win tonight. Stephen, what do you think? I've gone for a draw. I, I don't see Ross County losing to Livingston, but I just think the fact that 
if they go there and draw don't take any chances I think they'll be happy enough for a draw keep at Livingston at arm's length pick up another point on the road and um, look to kick on try and get closer to the teams above them I just think I've gone for score draw 1-1 If you're Derek Adams though do you go and play football though? I'm kind of saying it tongue in cheek but you know he was critical of Scottish football a month ago but this is the kind of game where you just batting down the hatches don't you and get it's well, the type one, of game I'm looking forward to post-match interviews uh, indeed yeah but people are doing that aren't they now with with them um, okay so you're both going for um, a draw score draw probably what about Aberdeen against Dundee so we gave you the Aberdeen lineup. I mean, we're in that territory John aren't we when Hearts are playing you say is Shanklin going to be uh, playing uh, Miofsky is playing got that goal chalked off at the weekend what do you think tonight Aberdeen against Dundee I, I, I just feel Aberdeen on the back of losing to Hearts mm-hmm. you look at um, Barry Robson people are saying he's under pressure the fans have gotten his back a little bit but he's, he's a new manager he, you know he, he was flying before he got the job mm-hmm. he will be learning quickly that it's not as easy when you're in full time as when you're interim mm-hmm. um, he got the opportunity he'll want to be doing better himself but for me um, Dundee four goals in their last two games Scoring goals is not a problem for them. They would, they would probably would have been really, really disappointed, not holding on for a result against Hearts. Seeing if it would have been a draw, having gone two 0 up, four yeah, yeah. one, a real thumping against Livingston at the weekend. I think Dundee might go then and win. Dundee going to the game on twenty five points after twenty games. Aberdeen on twenty three. Yeah, I think Dundee might okay. might just go and win, win that uh, yeah. Petardra okay. tonight. Yeah, Stephen McGinn, what do you reckon? I've gone for Aberdeen to win mm-hmm. I think it's just a huge game for Aberdeen um, and Barry Robson to be fair to him since he's been under pressure at times this season he's dug out a win when he's needed to um, I think they're a better team in Dundee in terms of on paper um, and it's such a huge game I think the start's important I think if Dundee were to go and score there early like, if Dundee do what they did at Tynecastle to Aberdeen I don't think Aberdeen come back just in terms of how badly the fans will turn so it's a really important right from the start Aberdeen are at it but with the extra quality Miofsky up front I expect them to win 3-1 Dave Cormack must be thinking it's just you know manager after manager isn't it you know with Stephen Glass what just two years ago just a year ago just now a year and a day since Barry Robson became manager after Jim Goodwin left um, you know he got them to cup you, final you get the sense that they don't want to replace him yeah. they want them to mm. turn it round they want them to put a run together mm. Let's let's be honest. Third place after the weekend is all but over for for yeah. Aberdeen this season. But fourth and fifth still gets European sure. places, which is important. Um, the back in group stage football this season did themselves no harm at all in terms of their performances. Probably a bit unlucky with the actual points total they had. Um, but get get fourth or fifth, put a run together with a quality squad. They shouldn't be where they are in the league, um, and I think they'll try and give him the best possible chance to keep his job. And he gives people opportunities. Mm. Doesn't he, the chairman? Yep. You know, we look at it. Barry Robson did really well um, while he was while he took over the reins towards the end of last season. Mm-hmm. They give him the job. They give a job to Jim Goodwin after doing a really good job at Saint Mirren. Mike uh, Stephen Glass. Yep. They allowed him to bring in Scott Brown, do a little bit of coaching, yeah. and be the captain. For that was them. controversial. Not uh, Scott Brown. Well, it was yeah, maybe. I need them on bringing him from America. So know? he does give managers Glass, opportunities, yep. but. In the last three or four years, I think since Derek McInnes was so, so successful there, um, they've struggled. They've struggled to get it right. You, you, you can't say they, they've done well because they've struggled. Yeah. 
in the cup tonight as well. Remember, there's uh, Broader Rangers against Cove Rangers. What's your instinct on that one, Stephen? Who might win it? Well, I think, I mean, Brora, I played against Brora at Hibs, mm-hmm. they're, they're always a good side, and going there, I think it's a real tricky game for Cove. One will be following my interest in terms of because if Cove are to win, their game will be moved against them, so, um, <laughs> in a selfish point of view, I want Brora to win, so that we go up to Cove on a, on a Saturday instead okay. of a Tuesday, but real tight game. There's also East Fife against Spartans tonight in the Singe second, and Elgin against Clyde, so I wonder if Peter Grant will be up there watching game for Clyde, boys. It is, isn't it? They can get yeah. the gap. Back to one point, yes. One point Elgin's right up. John is, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful part of the country, as you know. And down south, young McGinn, will you be watching uh, maybe Aston Villa, your brother? Young John yeah. up against Newcastle. Tuning into yeah. TNT tonight for for a for a huge game. They're good at home, Villa, and they're also due Newcastle win. That was a sore one they took up at St James's Park early in the season, losing five one. So hopefully they'll be able to put that right tonight. Eddie Howe will be desperate for a win as well, though. Crystal Palace against Sheffield United, another of your old teams. Fulham against Everton. Luton against Brighton. John, you've got that yeah. soft spot for your your old club, and there's Nottingham Forest against Arsenal again. Yeah, Liverpool yeah. are actually doing quite yeah. well. Yeah, you think they? about it, knocked Everton out the FA Cup at the weekend. Mm. A great result, Sheffield United, a few weeks ago. They play Man City in the next round of the um, the FA mm-hmm. Cup. Great to uh, see the captain sorry, sorry, back at the training ground yesterday, Tom wasn't Rockier. it? Wasn't yeah, that he great? was. He got a great, yeah. great welcome, obviously, sure. by the players. The players would have played. He was captain as well. I know. So such an important figure. You were down the other week, John. You got a great reception, didn't you? Yeah, at I went Kenilworth. down there. Yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. Obviously, that's where <laughs> yeah. it started for me, Luton, as a young boy, 16-year-old. So it was great to go back. Great to go back. Great memories from that. Not just not this club, but the actual... Uh, town itself and just throwing them at you Willie's been on saying what about Arteta is he going to be at Barcelona or is that just a distraction at the moment they're saying that he could be there next season why would you go to Barcelona when you're you're given all the reins at Arsenal you know he can basically go in pick a player that he wants he paid 100 million for Declan Rice I think it's the team Raya the goalkeeper that took over from Ramsdale they got really, really good players. I could go through through sure. the team. Saka, Martinelli, blah, blah, blah. And they'll, they'll still where would he go? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sporting. Arsenal at, the, at yeah. this moment. I know Barcelona were the biggest clubs in the world, yeah. but, you know, he's fighting for the title. He only asked. I mean, Spoken <laughs> like an ex-gunner. Indeed. I definitely, the passion. I definitely, I definitely, as a Spaniard, but, I definitely you know. consider Barcelona. <laughs> uh, what about with Klopp going, just a quick one, a few people asking, are they going? is this going to lift them towards the, the title? Or is that hindering? Honestly, I, I mean, we spoke about it off air with John. Yeah. You can see the, the emotion and sentiment behind it, but Man City's performance at Tottenham was something special. I mean, when you have Tottenham and Ball yeah. wasting time, you, that was just how good Man City were on the night. John, you think The only thing I'd say, I've been all over Man City. I've been all over them. They are absolutely... Haaland's coming back as well yep. at the weekend. But I just think sentimental values, players... Klopp's last season, then players will want to, they want to sort of take Klopp out of there in a fantastic way. So his last season, so they could win it. You they'll reckon? be giving mm. everything they've got for their manager, especially Klopp, who they all love. Mm. The fans love him. They'll um, never walk alone then after. So that, I just they? think yeah. possibly Liverpool yeah. might just push Ooh. Man City this season. Coming from the Gunner, that is the, the legend John Hartson. Right before you go, because we won't see you until after the weekend. Uh, Rangers, Livy, John, you'd expect yeah, Rangers, Rangers yeah. to win. Um, Stephen, will we see you before Rangers, Livy? For this weekend, yeah, heavy win yeah. for Rangers five and Aberdeen five? Celtic. Wow. Yeah, Aberdeen Celtic. What do you think? One of those games spoke about St. Martin. I'm expecting it to be really close. Um, 
I think Celtic just have to find a way of getting the three points back down to Glasgow. Did well up there the last time, didn't they? Up at the because it's right back to the beginning again. It was Ross County the first yeah. game, second game of the season was Aberdeen. What do you reckon, <coughs> John? A little bit of pressure this weekend, yeah. especially if there's not more signings coming in. The fans will be mm. a bit disgruntled. It's a game I think that Rangers will beat Livingston. So it's a little little bit of pressure on Celtic. Going to Aberdeen, which is never an easy venue, as you know, Paul. Um, but I'm going to go Celtic tight. I'll go 2-1 Celtic. John, enjoy the, the rugby. Thanks, you man. are yeah. at the Principality. A little bit of yeah. uh, rugby enjoy at the weekend. Enjoy it at the Wales, weekend. Scotland, yeah. Yeah, exactly. On, you'll, you'll be belting out the anthem, which you did I'll, on I'll belt out but both anthems. I was going to say, Flora yeah. Scotland as well. Of course, I, 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 live, I live in a house with... Uh, yeah. Of course, so Scottish many Scots. in it, yeah. John, thanks a million. Enjoy. Good luck at the weekend, Stephen. Thanks, Paul. Thanks so much. We're back tomorrow night at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get your home ready for the market with help from their team of experts. Let's go!